Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Mike and the Mad Dog. Sports Radio 101.9 FM and Sports Radio 66 WFAN. Hi, nice to have you with us here on Sports Radio 66. Hour 2, of course. Scazzeri and a fraud uh, who uh, is, of course, across the way. 718-937-6666. Justin Renault wins the MVP. He won by 14 points. Eddie will track down all the information as far as the vote count is concerned. Eddie will get the guests on. Now, we'll find out, uh, uh, you know, let's see if we get somebody on who voted for Renault over Jeter. I don't understand it. Jeter should have won the MVP. Renault had Maurer there. I mean, I know the Twins played well. They won the division and everything else. And we can throw more no statistics on the table for you, too. But I'm a little surprised. Uh, that Jeter did not win his MVP. Maybe the fact that the Yankees didn't really have any pressure games in September. Maybe the fact that A-Rod won the MVP last year. They want to give it two years in a row. Whatever the case might be, uh, Jeter deserved this award. I mean, I don't want to take anything away from Justin Murnau. He did a good job, nice player. But Jeter, and it is a little bit of a lifetime achievement thing. There's no question about it. Uh, because, you know, I mean, I understand that, you know, it's a little bit of a lifetime achievement. Uh, Eddie just brought me into the numbers here. All right, here it is. Uh, Morneau had 15 first-place votes. Jeter had 12 first-place votes. Jeter had 14 seconds and a fourth and a sixth. Morneau, but who voted Jeter sixth? Morneau had 15 first-place, eight seconds, three-thirds, and two-fourths. Three thir- 320 to 206. Ortiz was third. Frank Thomas, Dye, Maurer, and Santana. Santana got the other first-place vote. Morneau this year, 321, 34 homers, 130 RBIs. Jeter, 344, 14 homers, 97 RBIs. And obviously had uh, a billion, a million runs scored. Uh, Jeter deserved it, as far as I'm concerned, to win the MVP. Mara won the uh, batting championship. So Morneau, 15 first place votes to 12. He won by 14 points. That given to me from Eddie Scazzeri. So there you got it. As far as the whole scenario is concerned with Morneau and Jeter, we try to track some... We'll try to track that uh, something. I think Eddie's going to get Phil Rogers on. Eddie knows who to get. So we'll see if we can get somebody on about that momentarily. Uh, we just, I, I, I just made a switch in the newsroom there to get Eddie to get the job done. So we'll get some information there for you, too. So you got two big stories. Gita, the MVP, you can carp about that, and rightfully so. He deserved it. And, of course, the Giants and the... Um, uh, and, and Jacksonville. Mike, first off, Jeter, 15 to 12 in the first place categories, and he lost by 14 points. The other first place vote went to Santana. Uh, I thought Jeter got burned here. He had a sixth place vote. I don't know how much that hurt him. Probably not enough to cost him the award. I know it goes by a vote, by a point total. You get a certain amount of points for each spot you finish in. But he got a sixth place vote from somebody. I don't know how many runs scored did Jeter have? Maybe yes, uh, sporting, uh, yeah. Probably yes, can give us 135, 141 no, scored. I think he probably had 115, 120. Uh, we'll see if we can get the run scored for Jeter. Yes, does not have that on the board. We'll get that. Monroe had 130 RBIs, 321, 34, 130. 
Yeah, uh, I would have given it to Jeter. I know the Twins won the division and everything else last day of the season, but I would have given it to Jeter. I'm surprised. And we'll get somebody on the right about talk about this a little later on. Here is Ed Price. He writes for the New York Star Ledger. We'll get back to the giant calls in a sec. Ed did not vote, I don't think, Jeter number one. He voted more. Okay, voted more. No one and Jeter two. Well, that's so, not terrible. Not terrible. But let's listen to Ed's explanation on that here on Sports Radio sixty six. Ed, Chris Russo, and Mike Francesa. How are you today? How you guys doing? All right, fine, Eddie. Uh, tell not us. Terrible. That's, I'll take not terrible. What? I'll take not. Yeah, terrible. that's not. That's that's legit. That's legit. Yeah. Well, we wanted the guy who voted Jeter six. We're I trying mean, to ch- we're know. trying to chalk him down. Now, what was I your? Mean, I don't know how much baseball he watched this year, but I mean, it won yeah, two. His phone, I mean, his phone is probably off the hook today. What? Trump's probably off the hook today. <laughs> yeah. Now, now, Eddie, tell us uh, what made you go uh, Morneau one. What was your thinking when Morneau was voted one and you voted Jeter two? Well, obviously, and I, I want to preface this. I, I don't know anybody who votes who doesn't put a lot of time into it. And I, I looked at a lot of stats, a lot of numbers. But, you know, and, and to me, everybody has their own definition of MVP. That's kind of the beauty of it is that it's open interpretation. Right. Giving you the long answer here. But uh, I think it's the guy who has the most – impact on the outcome of the entire league. And I just thought he had more, he was just a little more instrumental in his team's success reaching the postseason winning the division. Uh, you know, I think you know that when he got hot, that's when the Twins got hot and they went from way back to getting in the race again. All right, now the fact that the Yankees really didn't play a meaningful game from August 13th or 14th on and was sort of under the radar while Minnesota had to work hard to beat the White Sox and Tigers, did that influence your thinking at all? I think, I, yeah, I think the fact that he was in a closer race, uh, or no, was in a closer race, uh, definitely was a factor in, uh, toward him for me. Okay, how about the idea, not necessarily of you, because you live here, but how about the anti-New York feeling a little bit, or anti-Yankee feeling is more like it. A-Rod won it last year. Do you sense that there are some writers out there who just come hella high water and are not going to vote the Yankee shortstop as the MVP? You know, I don't want to speak for the guy who voted him sick. That's, a, you know, like, and, uh, and, yeah, that seems kind of weird. Right, that's maybe weird. He, right. Maybe he does, maybe he doesn't. That I don't know. I, I don't, I, you know... I think everybody who watches the game has great respect for Jeter and the way he plays. Uh, I don't, you know, the people that I know in this business, I don't think that would be a factor with them. Uh, you could have found re- it would have been real easy to vote for Ortiz over A Rod last year, and, and more guys did it the other way around. And um, does and it, it changes it, every year? Obviously, it, the guys who vote. But does it impact you? Does it make it harder for you on a on a regular year to vote a Yankee the MVP because of the cast that it, you know you can always look to. You know, three or four other guys who are always more than pulling their weight, considering the star-studded lineup. Do you think that hurts them in terms of winning MVPs? I think sometimes, but you know, this year is a little interesting because if you want to look at it, the Twins had four guys that you could say were big candidates. You could talk about Santana. You could talk. I, I gave serious consideration to Joe Mauer because he won the batting title. He's a catcher, and and the catcher, you know, the the, the the how important that position is on the field, and then you had Joe Nathan. Uh, you know, there've been years that closers won. Are you a, are you a big statistical guy? Did you did you weigh a statistical advantage in your mind for for Morneau in enough spots over Jeter, or are you going more just on feel? It's a, it probably came down to more feel. If you, I mean, I looked at a lot. Of, I looked at all these sabermetric stats. I looked at the the regular stats, and you know, some of them had Jeter ahead of Morneau, and some of them had Morneau ahead of Jeter. I mean. Jeter had 
maybe his best offensive year uh, combined with everything else that he does for that team. And how about Lee? How did you take into account at all Jeter's leadership and the position he plays, or no? Uh, leadership, absolutely. I think that I think that uh, certainly merits consideration. I I don't think I know Derek won the Gold Glove. I don't think he's that great defensively. And and I think that entered into my decision. But he plays a much more demanding defensive position. No question. And like I said, that's why I gave Maurer a lot of credit because he plays a demanding position I, I, and, a, and a key position. And where'd you vote Maurer third? I had him fourth behind Ortiz. Is where well, I ended. Ortiz. Yeah, third, okay. uh, the idea that the you know did the Twins have to make the playoffs or win a division here for you, Ed? If they would have finished uh, you know a close behind the White Sox. And as it turned out, they didn't. But if they finished third, but were won ninety-two games or something along those lines, would you have voted them number one as the, as your choice, or did the fact that Minnesota win the division influence you voting for Minnesota? How about the twin rush here? How did that you weigh that? Well, I think that's a big part of it because that's why I couldn't consider David Ortiz for first. Like I said, my personal definition is a guy who most affects the outcome of the league, meaning who makes the playoffs in the league. And if you're going to be the most valuable player. You know, obviously there was an exception when A-Rod won in Texas, but to me, has to be a guy who helps the team reach the playoffs because that's that's the whole point of the season. Now, did, was there a? I agree with that. Uh, was there a? Uh, did you weigh division wild card and the fact that Minnesota tracked down Detroit, or the fact that Minnesota just made the playoffs was good enough for you? I think if they had finished second I, and still made it as a wild card, I probably would have still voted more no because because of where they came from to reach the playoffs and how much he had to do with it. Uh, and, and as we see now, uh, making a playoffs, it doesn't really matter how you make it. You can ask the, the Marlins or the Cardinals about that. It doesn't matter how you get in the playoffs. And does the vote change? So so the guys who vote, they don't get a – so you don't get an American League MVP next year. Is that the way it works? Right. Within every chapter, there are two voters uh, in every city, and those rotate every year. Uh, when I worked in another city, there would be one year I'd do MVP. The next year I'd do Cy Young. There's so many – Members here in New York that, uh, you know, I may not get an MVP vote for a number of years. I'll maybe never again because of this vote. Who knows? But. No. Uh, we're talking with Ed Price, Stallage. Ed, um, when you put your head on a pillow last night, do you think Jeter was a winner or Morneau was a winner? Just, I talked to about three friends of mine who also had votes, and I think they all voted for Morneau. Uh, I, I thought all along Morneau was going to win. Okay. But I, I knew it was going to be real close. So, so uh, it, it's nice compared to, uh, you know, when when I voted uh, three weeks ago in the political elections, to know that your vote made a difference. <laughs> okay. Uh, any authentic? Do you know Cowley? Why, why would anybody vote him? I guess I got to ask him this. But why would anybody vote Jeter six? What was the reasoning for that? You know, I I, I know Joe, and I, it would be real hard for me to explain why. I mean, I'm not saying everybody's entitled to their opinion. Uh, you know, because this is America, but and so I don't really want to put words. Even in when it, even when it makes no sense, you're allowed your opinion. That's hey, people what, do yeah. that. People do that in the in first week in November all the time. Yes. <laughs> Ed, good job. Thanks for the help. We appreciate it here. Anytime, guys. Hi, Mike. Here's Joe Kelly, Chicago Sun Times. He had Jeter's sixth in the MVP vote. Let's hear why. Joe, Chris Russo, and Mike Francesa. We're in New York today. And yes, of course, ROW in Albany. How are you? Good. How you doing, bro? We're doing all right, Joe. We can't understand this. Help us out. Uh, what was the logic there? I can I can see more no, maybe, but why Jeter's six? What was your logic with the MVP vote in the American League? Well, when I look at MVP, I look at the guy that if you take him out of the lineup, I mean, that team can't function or can't do what they were even close to uh, to accomplishing. And 
to me, you take Jeter out, are they are the Yankees as good a team? No. Are they a playoff team? Probably still a playoff team when you look at that lineup. So, I mean, you know, I, I base it a lot on that. And then, you know, and I talk to people. You talk to, you know, grab some guys from around the American League and tell them, you know, which, which guy do you think is the MVP? Which guy do you fear the most in that lineup? And I, and I heard more people say they fear A-Rod and Cano more than they fear Jeter. That was coming from catchers and pitchers. In, well, a, in a big spot? A-Rod in New York? Who said that? I mean, in a big spot? I mean, I don't know. They, they're not paying attention. They're not watching well, Yankee games. Yeah. I, I think they are. I think they're the ones out there that have to face these guys. And which guys do they feel the most dangerous to them? And, and both of them, and the guys I talked to, both said Cano and, and A-Rod are, are just as dangerous as Jeter. But, you know, you, Cano you, missed three, two months, and when Cano was out, I the know, Yankees were still in first place. Numbers. Look at his numbers. I mean, imagine if he would have played those two months. He, he's an MVP candidate if he plays those two months. He has better numbers than Jeter, possibly, if he plays those two months. Yeah, well, you know, if you're going to go by, you take Jeter out of the lineup, the Yankees would still win. Well, you put Ortiz in the lineup, and the Red Sox finished in third place. Well, why would he be ahead of Jeter based on that logic? Well, I mean, Ortiz, his power numbers were great, and you talk about clutch people. I mean, they, they won 85 games, though, Joe. Okay, Everyone wants to talk about Derek Jeter being Mr. Clutch. Who's been more clutch the last two years, Ortiz or Jeter? Oh, Ortiz. Ortiz. Except he's, a, he's not a shortstop. He's a, he's a, he's a, he's a, he's a DH. You, you, you can't penalize a guy. Just oh, yeah, you oh, can. Yes, you can. Oh, yes, you can. Yes, you can. you got to play every day. So a pitcher, a pitcher can't be an MVP in your guys' eyes. Well, how often is a pitcher an MVP? It rarely happens. The guy has to do something freakish. Nah, and he has to be and in a, league, a year when there's not a great performer out there. And the other thing you guys got to take into consideration, who plays in a better division, Jeter or Murnau? We're not talking about Murnau. You haven't explained Ortiz first yet. Ortiz, that, that team won 85 games. If you, if you say you take Jeter. And without Ortiz. They win 75. What difference does it make? They still don't make the playoffs. Okay, how many games do the Yankees win without Jeter? This year? You're telling, me, well, you're telling me Derek Jeter's the reason the Yankees This year? Won, this year they would have won about 88 games without him. Are you telling me yeah. that the Yankees did what they did because of Derek Jeter and Derek Jeter alone? Well, I, I not will, alone. I will, I will, not I will, alone. I will, I will, the heart and soul of that okay. team, and without okay. Jeter, okay. they're not a playoff team. I will, I will tell you this. I'll tell you this right now. This year, with A-Rod having an abysmal year in the clutch. I mean, you could go look at the numbers. An abysmal year in, in, in the clutch. In the clutch. No, 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 no. no, no, no. Joe, 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 Joe. Joe, in the clutch. Terrible season. In the clutch. And I hate the Yankees. Okay. Terrible season. Cano out a couple of months because you brought Cano up, okay? And Sheffield out. Matsui out. Matsui out. Correct. Okay. If they, if Jeter didn't play the way he played this year, the Yankees would would uh, the Yankees would have had trouble winning ninety games because those fourteen home runs just powered. No, up because he was an enormous clutch hitter this year. The guy hit four had a four seventeen on base percentage and had tremendous was, numbers was, in the clutch. There was, there was not a more clutch, dangerous hitter. If you look up the stats after the sixth inning, the guy delivered the most is actually Morneau. Well, we're not arguing Morneau. You don't okay. have Jeter second. You have him sixth. Yeah, but they won 85 games, Joe. You just said that the argument is, well, Jeter, the Yankees would still win. Well, the Red Sox had Ortiz and didn't win. So why is Ortiz ahead of, uh, ahead of Jeter? They, they, were, they were a contending team. No, they weren't. They were out of it from August 10th on. The Yankees yeah. went in there and won five straight you, games. You, the you, season you, was you, over. You, 50 you, games you, to go. They were you go, done. You go into August. If you go into August... And you still got people coming to the ballpark. Wait, wait a second. And, they got wait a second. They got people coming to the ball. They got people. Team. Wait a second. You're, you're out of your mind. They have people coming to the ballpark forever. They're sold out every game no, every I'm not year. I'm talking about Boston. I'm talking about. Well, wait. Let's talk. Talking Ortiz though. Yeah, Ortiz. They had they drove forty thirty five thousand every night in late September. 
So you say your problem's Ortiz. You don't have a problem. No, I got a problem with all of your candidates. You with Frank Thomas? Uh, yeah, I do. Uh, I don't think Frank Thomas, although, listen, he had a wonderful season. They've won before without uh, Frank wait, Thomas. So a, player, a player that the last two months, money time, what you're talking about, money time, puts his players, puts his teammates on his back and basically carries them from not being a playoff team to a playoff team. Well, they've been they, a playoff. They, wait, they, they won. Do that. Did Jeter put the Yankees on his back? Oh, yeah. All year. All year. Yeah, he all did. Year. He did. Six weeks of the he did. Season. And I hate, well, they didn't yeah, need him in the last season. six. Joe, they didn't need him. So, in other words, then Jeter got hurt because the Yankees won the division easy? Is that the issue? No, no. I'm asking you, did Jeter do that? Hey, this year, Jeter did it. Yes. They didn't yeah, have so, Sheffield, Matt so the Sui. Last six weeks of the season when they pulled away was because. No, that wasn't. They didn't pull away. See, Joe, you don't even know when they pulled away. They pulled away on August 13th. Okay, that's seven or eight weeks to go. They pulled away on August 13th. They had a seven-game lead when they left Fenway Park. They didn't pull away in the last couple weeks. Jeter won that series for him. Yes, he did. He, what, did you know, do you know what he did in that series? Give me, I, do, I know what Frank Thomas did. Well, let me ask you What did Jeter Joe, do on Friday Joe, night in Fenway in that series? Let biggest, me you know. biggest Yankee game of the season, Joe. Do you know what Jeter did in that year? <laughs> you don't even know. Biggest Yankee game of the season was that it, night. It was when they lost to Detroit in the playoffs. That's the Joe. 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 Does the does the Tiger does? Hey, G. Joe. 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 Do you get Do you get to vote on whether or not the Yankees played well in the postseason? All right. Then why are you bringing it up? We're talking about the MVP vote here. We're not talking about the postseason right now. Regular season. Biggest night of the season was that night in Fenway Park. Do you can you tell me what happened in those games? Wait, wait, wait! How many games did the Yankees? You just told me that Boston wasn't even in it. But this is the second this, game of a five-game Joe, series. Joe, Joe, these are the five games that ended Boston's season. Wait, what did they do in Game Two of that series, Joe? Do you know? Joe, Joe, what did he? He did two. He did it in two games there. I want to ask Joe. What did ask you again? Joe, Joe, Joe. I hate Joe. I hate the Yankees. I don't root for you. You're talking to a but Joe, I'm asking you a question. You, what obvi- did, you obviously don't see much of me. Joe, let me ask you a question. What did what did Jay Derek? I want Joe going to ask you a question. We're going to ask you a question. How many games? Wait, wait. How many games do you guys get out to? Plenty. How many, wait. How many players have you had on today? And you've, how many pitchers or catchers from the American League have you had on today? And ask them who do you think should be the MVP, and should it be either more no? Again, or that isn't the issue about the MVP. So you you're like, so you, six. So who, Joe, Joe, who votes? You. Who votes? You would have Who votes? You would have. Who votes? You would have players. The players use your vote. Is that how it works? No, but I'll ask a player. I'll just say, hey. Well, Joe, let me what do you ask. Think about this and this. What do you think about this and this? Just to get a you haven't. Even answered the question. What did Jeter do in Fenway in Game Two of that series? Uh, he probably had a good game. You don't even know. Joe's the biggest game the Yankees played all year, and he won the game for him. You don't even know what he did. Why should I? Wait, wait, wait. Because wait, wait. when you're voting an MVP, you got to know these kind of moments. I know what I know what Morneau did at the end of the year. Well, I do too. He did a nice job. But yeah, we're not. Again, I know what Ortiz did not only this year but last year. No, no, let me ask you a question. For great. For the greatness of Jermaine Dye, do they play? Did they make the playoffs, or do they collapse in the month of September? They collapsed uh, with probably about two and a half weeks left. Oh, uh, more than that, they were in big trouble, and, they, and you voted them second. They won ninety games, Looking and at you the voted numbers. them. Are you? No, you, you, you just said that, that you just wait. Off. You just said the numbers weren't the issue. The numbers aren't the main thing. Well, then you yeah, just said why look you at the numbers. numbers now. Listen, I'll talk. I'll make this real slow. I know you guys like to yell because that's part of your radio show and it makes you feel good. But listen, I'll explain this real slow. Yeah. The young first voter. thing I have to look at. The first thing I look at yeah. is what teams are either in the playoffs or contended. Right. Or contended. That okay. Means come August, you gave your fans something to be hopeful for. You were still contending. September's but contention, not, not, not August, but okay. With, with, I'm talking about realistically Se- contending. Okay, well, then, what? Go ahead. Go ahead. 
You t- and so you're going to t- so you look at the list and tell me the only guy that's in there, not get- the only guy that was in that's in there that was out of it come August and you knew they were out it was Hafner. No, no, so was Ortiz. August twelfth, they were seven and a half behind. I mean, he was out, finished, kaput. Yet you voted him ahead of Jeter. How come? I'm tired. Are you, are you done? I'm asking Joe, you a simple question. You said you said you want team in contention. They were not in contention. Team. He was on a contending team. He didn't have a lineup like New York. He had Manny Ramirez sitting behind him. Did you vote? Numbers. Did you? And he had better numbers. Are you just said no? Not? Wait a second. You just said numbers don't matter. I just if if you let me finish. You just, well, you're going to better numbers twice now in a row. Team in content. Team in contention. Right. The guy that is the most valuable for that team in contention. Mm -hmm. Then I look at numbers. If it's a guy that's on a bad team that has freakish numbers of the year, Mm A-Rod won it. I voted him fifth. That was as high as he would get on my list when he was with Texas. Why? Because he had freakish numbers for a shortstop, but the team did nothing. Mm Mm-hmm. So that, the number one thing is what, what, what's the team doing? Or well, how would you, uh, uh, Joe? Are they close to making the playoffs? Joe, let me ask you. I'll take it one by one. How in the world did the Red Sox were they in contention? They finished in third place. They were out of it on August twelfth. They lost five straight games to the Yankees, and you have Ortiz ahead of Jeter. Now, how is that possible? Because I said if a guy puts up freakish numbers. But you said they got to be in contention. They weren't in contention. I said, listen to me. I'll explain. Listen, the first thing I look at. Secondly, I look at a guy that put up freakish numbers if okay. the team didn't make it. Like I said, I voted A-Rod fifth the year he was with We're not interested in A-Rod. Would you agree that the Red Sox were not in contention this year? No, no, I disagree with that completely. They were finished they in third. They were in they... contention until the last six weeks of the season. <laughs> boy, oh, boy. Thanks. Thank you, Joe. Appreciate it. See you. All right, guys. Anytime. Yeah. You got it. Joe was. Joe didn't know what he was doing there. I mean, well, he didn't even. Couldn't even. Uh, listen, you know me. I would. I. I don't want to even vote Jeter. And I could live with. I don't even vote him ahead of Morneau. All right. Hey. You want to put Morneau? You want to put? You can't put Jeter six. You want to put no Morneau first? You can do it. I don't think it's. I, I, I wouldn't do it, but I don't think it's unfair. I could see that. Jermaine Die, no way. Santana didn't even win twenty games. A starting pitcher has to be, and Santana's the best pitcher in the league by. By far, and he has an award for himself anyway. Right, and you know what? He has to be—he has to have an over-the-top year. This was not an over-the-top year. I understand you're going to give me that he won all the categories, but again, he didn't win 20 games. Loriano won was as important to them as anybody. And Frank Thomas and and Ortiz ahead of Jeter is is ridiculous. It's a joke. It's ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, listen, I understand Ortiz's numbers, but they were out of it as he knew, and Joe had no idea what went on in that five-game series, which is obvious. And then you know the idea that you're going to go. His take is you're going to go to. Pitches and catches who are going to tell you that based on what we've seen here the last couple of years, what plays, what flies right in the face of A-Rod's biggest problem here? Your A-Rod's more dangerous than Jeter in a clutch? I mean, if you're going to come up with that premise, I can't even listen. Yeah. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.